Man, sometimes mornings can be really hard. Um, I'm not going to lie to you guys. There's times where I love my mornings. I like getting my morning started. I feel super motivated. And I think this is just a part of the ADHD. But there's other mornings where I just feel this impending dread of just the weight of everything I have to get done kind of just looms over me and I feel so overwhelmed with having to get it done and then I feel somewhat paralyzed by my responsibilities and I get this like voice in my head where it's like you can't do it there's just no way you can maintain it you're a failure you're not meant to succeed Even as I say that out loud, I just resonate with it, which is what's really sad about saying it out loud. It's one of those things where it sits in the back of you and you try your hardest to not pay attention to it, but it just kind of like tugs at you throughout your day. And it's like that little thing that motivates you to keep going because you have this fear of failure. But I feel like it's important to really just like sit down with those thoughts sometimes and like confront it. I'm gonna try to be good and put sunscreen on my face even though sometimes it somehow gets in my eyes and hurts. I'm just gonna take a sip of coffee and just ground myself really quick and I just need to like gather myself for a second and not keep going, going, going. going to let go of everything I have to do today and just concentrate on this moment right here, dropping into this present moment, allowing myself to release the expectations I have of myself. I give myself permission to release the pressures that I put on myself. thank myself and I give myself credit for getting out of bed today and still having it inside of me to get ready and go about my day. I give myself the power to make this day a vessel in which I could express myself and continue to create. I'm thankful for the people I have in my life. I'm thankful for my platform. I'm thankful for all the all the work that I put in thus far. I'm thankful for how far I've come. I am allowed to have my dreams. I am allowed to have my goals without feeling the need to almost strangle myself in order to live up 
to those goals. I'm allowed to pursue those goals with ease, hard work, and grounded presence. <sighs> okay, I feel a little bit better. On mornings like this where I feel particularly more anxious and stressed and this is something I've struggled chronically with my whole sentient life is just waking up with this impending dread and doom of just what the day has ahead of me and a lot of it has to do with being a sensitive person and being someone that struggles with executive dysfunction and this world is just not built for us. You know, I spent years learning from how our systems work that I am not able to accomplish things the way others do. And what that kind of looks like is you just always tend to feel like a failure before you fail. It's like this loop of like, I can't do it. And you hate yourself for it. And you feel this sense of hopelessness. But then maybe on good days, you push yourself beyond your limits to get those things done. And you can't even feel happy for it when you do it because you think to yourself you should have been able to do it anyways. And then you feel discouraged because it took you so much to be able to do that. When you look at other people who may not struggle with the same things and you think to yourself, how can they just keep going and going and going like a machine? I wish I had that inside of me. Sorry, my cat is trying to pay us a visit. Maybe she feels my distress. But like you really do spend a lifetime solidifying those thought patterns over and over again. And it's not just, Mabel, excuse me, Miss Woman. And yes, maybe you think that these are just thought patterns, but it's really not because this translates into how your body feels because you wake up and even when your mind hasn't had time to have thoughts yet, your body already feels that sense of adrenaline and dread. It's almost like you just found out really bad news and your heart sinks into your stomach. You wake up with that feeling already, right? And ow, her nails are so long and she's trying to make biscuits on my lap. It becomes a thing where your mind may not be your worst enemy anymore, it's your body because your body feels like it's constantly preparing for the worst and it feels horrible all the time. And then your mind tries to figure out, well, why do I feel like this? And it starts to identify all of these negative thoughts and be like, is this it? Is this it? Is it because I feel hopeless? Is it because I feel overwhelmed? Is it because I feel like I'm not good enough? Is that why I feel this way? And then it becomes this loop that goes on for years and years and years. And there's nothing you can really do about it until you start to learn about yourself and why you have these thoughts. This is why when I got diagnosed, it was such a big game changer for me not saying diagnosis is make or break right but it's at least a starting point in which you can begin to learn about yourself bring some awareness into why you are the way you are so that you have a shot at just like changing your life to fit your needs more and you know the journey from that point is it's its own thing it's still hard 
but you're at least working with something, you know? This is also a video I want to make where I want to talk through a lot of the improvements that I've seen in my life and I've made in my life since my diagnosis because I think it's so important for neurodivergent people to hear and see stories of hope basically as well because I think we're way too often feeling very hopeless and overwhelmed with our lives and the world so I think it's important to have resources in which other neurodivergent people are able to talk about what they've done in their lives to see actual improvement endless hair I swear to god on mornings like this where I'm having a really hard time and I must say lately I don't struggle with it as much as I used to it used to be a chronic thing like every single day for years right and my body definitely is suffering the consequences of that chronic anxiety but ever since I started making certain changes in my habit on my day-to-day and stuff like that I've seen such improvement that I don't really struggle with anxiety the way I used to. But on days like today where for whatever reason, it's just worse than usual and I feel that regression, I feel like it's really important to manage what you think and what you watch. Especially if you're a neurodivergent person like me who needs auditory and visual stims to go about your day. So if you're someone who is constantly ingesting content, whether that's videos, podcasts, music, you know, because what you're listening to is going to affect your thought patterns and how your body responds to it. So for example, on a normal day, I've come to a point where I could just watch whatever comes to interest to me, right? Whether that's like a Try Guys video, whether that's a Trash Tuesday podcast, I could just kind of like watch whatever when I wake up and get my day started or listen to whatever music I'm in the mood for and get my day started. And it doesn't really affect me in negative ways because I feel very solid and grounded to an extent, right? Of course, if I watch like horrible things right off the bat in the morning, that's not really gonna start me off in a good way. (laughs) Like reality shows, for example, Um, that's gonna get my heart rate up. It's gonna start to get me to think about these existential dreads of how lost humanity is but to a certain extent I don't have to manage my content ingestion but on mornings like this I really can't watch or listen to anything and it's a very specific experience because I still need auditory stims but it becomes a thing where the auditory stim has to uplift me and ground me at the same time And that's where I have issues because it's hard to find content out there that can really like set you in the right mood and even bring you out of a wrong mood into the right mood. Yeah, reposition yourself, get yourself comfortable. So for example, I woke up today not really feeling good and I need almost like two things, a pick-me-up but also a grounding type of thing to shift my energy if that makes sense. I wanted to talk about this in this little video today because I think it's so important for a lot of autistic people to be very careful in managing their content consumption because for a lot of us, our content consumption is where we gather our thoughts and formulate our thoughts because, you know, I'm not saying this is the case for all autistic people or neurodivergent people, but a lot of the times for us, we don't have like a community or friendships in which we 
talk to every single day and interact with every single day because it's tiring, right? And so we get a lot of our social needs met through, let's say, our jobs and also the content we ingest. Because when we ingest content, it's kind of like our way of using that side of our brain to observe social interactions analyze it, dissect it, understand it. For a lot of us, it's the way we learn about how social interactions work and what they mean and how we can begin to emulate those dynamics and things like that. And so content to us is so important. And if you're not careful about what you are watching, you can begin to shift your reality and your mentality into a realm that doesn't serve you and support you. And so that's kind of the issue and the struggle of being an autistic person is finding the right content that actually supports you and supports the reality that you want to live in. Because a lot of the times content is not geared towards neurodivergent people. And so that's the hard part is finding the content that resonates with you and actually serves you, right? That's the first step. But the second step is once you find the content that you like, you should take care to ingest those contents at the right time to serve you and what you want to live up to energetically in that moment and to not just ingest content to ingest content, right? For example, just because I like New Girl doesn't mean I necessarily want to wake up first thing in the morning and watch episodes of New Girl because when I wake up, the purpose of the energy I want to set for myself is to go on about my day and to have my own specific energy set for that day, get in tune with myself to know what I want to do for that day. And the purpose isn't to start winding down for the day, right? And to laugh and to not think. And so because of that, when I wake up in the morning, the content I really want to take care in ingesting is more so geared towards setting my intentions and connecting with myself. And likewise, when I'm winding down for the day, I don't necessarily want to set my intentions and figure out what I want to do. The purpose of nighttime for me is to actually wind down and to start to release everything that I did throughout the day and slow my nervous system down and slow everything down to feel a sense of relaxation so that when it's time for bed, I could actually fall asleep and not just lay there thinking, 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 right? And so in that instance, um, watching shows like New Girl or watching shows that make me laugh or is something I could turn my brain off with is what I want to look for. And especially if you're an autistic person that has ADHD as well, I understand that the way our brains are wired is that you're kind of automatically going to default into the biggest dopamine hit. So on days where you don't feel good, you kind of just want to watch your favorite show, for example, which may not serve your highest need for that day, right? And I hear a lot of self-help gurus or mental health type of YouTubers talk about this concept of discipline and how when you're building your habits, routines, and really taking care of yourself, you have to have discipline, which I do agree with, but I kind of want to find a different word because I feel like discipline can be a little bit triggering for some of us. We attach a lot of negative things to discipline and a sense of hopelessness to discipline. So I want to instead say that on mornings like this, you have to have a sense of empathy for yourself. 
Empathy doesn't necessarily mean you automatically want to go and make what feels wrong feel better. So if you imagine if a kid is crying and you just want to make them feel good, so you're like, oh, let's go get you some candy and have such a good day, right? That's not necessarily good for that kid. Sometimes what's good for that kid is to actually help them with what's bothering them and distressing them. And sometimes to do that, it takes discipline. But instead of discipline, let's use empathy. What it takes is to empathize with yourself and actually target the thing that's distressing you and help yourself with it instead of trying to immediately remedy it with a Band-Aid. So if you're waking up like me, feeling that sense of overwhelm, instead of going and watching your favorite shows for the rest of the day to immediately try to make yourself feel better and relax, actually go inside yourself and target that sense of unrest and ground yourself before you get your day started. Just because you're overwhelmed with what you have to do doesn't mean what you have to do is a bad thing. Doesn't mean what you have to do is something to avoid and it won't make you feel better if you actually do it. You just have to get yourself in the right state of mind and in the right physical space to begin to tackle those things throughout your day. And what it really is, is having enough care about yourself and love for yourself to do that, to manage yourself, right? I think a lot of the times we think of being managed and having discipline as this parental figure or caregiver figure or even an aspect of ourselves that is almost bullying us into doing things all the time. And we begin to dread responsibility. We begin to dread having to get things done. Think of this as an energy and anyone can inhabit this, even yourself. This person that cares about you and wants you to get what you need to get done for that day and wants you to do that in a way that feels good to you and feels right and isn't exhausting to you and overwhelming. And this person's like, what do you need to feel less anxious at this point so that we can begin to get our day started? Do you need to just take a second to breathe? Do you need to just drink your cup of coffee and not think for a second? Do you need to take a moment to just listen to some relaxing music? Do you need just five minutes of meditation? What do you need? Because let's get those needs met so that you feel good to move forward from this point on. Sometimes you just have to be that person for yourself and empathize with yourself responsibly. And it doesn't matter how old you are. You could be a 13-year-old watching this video and begin to implement that into your life, even if you do have a parent that is still caretaking for you and stuff like that. You could be someone that's 50-something. I know some of you guys watching my videos are older, which I love to see that. The journey of figuring yourself out and figuring out what works for you never ends. Age is just but a number, right? You can start whenever to implement these types of things and see if it works for you or not. I know that you guys know more than anyone that time is just like obsolete. There's moments in my life where it seems like years pass by in a blink of an eye because I was so numb and disassociated. And there's moments where even just 15 minutes feel like they've been extended for years. There's moments in my growth and my healing where a month of intentional awareness allows me to evolve more than I evolved in 
years, right? And so, you know, time is is not really anything. It's 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 about your energy, it's about your intention, it's about how you feel inside. And I feel like society just doesn't like to think of it that way because society likes to think of things in these like ritualistic things that you do, which I can understand, but that doesn't necessarily completely encompass the growth of a soul, right? Like, yes, there's things you could do to grow as a person, to evolve as a person, but I feel like because everything is so commercialized because of capitalism that we start to associate to, like, if you're consistent for three months, you are going to be a different person or whatever. If you're consistent with this for however long, you're going to change or you're going to be a different person. There's so many people out there that are so different from each other. Our growth is going to be different. And we're different from our own selves at different points in our lives. So you could put intention into growing and healing for a day and that could change you so much compared to other parts of your life where you could put intention for years and you just don't really see that growth until much long later. I feel like a big part of integrating your neurodivergency into your life again is changing our perspective and our relationship with our inner manager. You know, it's not a matter of not having that inner manager anymore because that part of your brain is very necessary just for life in general. And society kind of teaches us all to be factory workers. I'm just speaking on the behalf of like American lifestyle because I don't know if any of you from Europe may have different lifestyles and whatnot, but for the most part in America, we're taught to just be workaholics. Everything has to serve a monetary reason. Success is defined by how much money you make and what titles you have and what possessions you have and how successful you are, things like that. And so we learn in this type of society to have these inner voice managers to keep us in line, to be able to achieve all these things, right? And when you're not able to work in that factory mindset because you may be someone who has different types of focus because you're a neurodivergent person, so you may be someone who can hyper-focus for two hours and get a crap ton of work done, and then you need to just go off and do some other random stuff for another few hours and you could randomly hop back into work or you're a person that needs a couple days of not doing anything and then hyper focus a lot on one day these are kind of like the workflows of a neurodivergent person but because our world doesn't work like that we have to have these inner voice managers that we instill in our brains that tells us you have to do these things this way and if you don't you're a failure if you don't you're not going to do well things like that a lot of the times the process of integrating your neurodivergency back into your life and by doing so to improve your life for yourself is changing that inner managerial voice to be one of empathy and one of understanding of yourself being able to stand up for your needs and how you work knowing that just because it's different doesn't mean it's wrong and of course this doesn't fit to every situation like if you have a nine to five five days a week you can't tell your manager necessarily I wish we could but you can't necessarily say I don't work well five days a week nine to five I work well maybe three days a week and these types of hours I could get the same amount of work done but 
it's going to be better for me. And maybe even the quality of my work is going to improve because I'm able to thrive under these conditions better. This could be applied to other instances in your life, how you talk to yourself when you need to get things done or on certain mornings where you're really struggling, how you decide to manage yourself in instances of overwhelm. Because I could have easily on mornings like this just told myself, get your crap together, Irene, just get things done, keep going, keep going. And at the end of the day, you can rest. And that's how I did things for many, many years. But on mornings like this, where I just don't feel good, I give myself what I need to transform and turn around my energy in order to still get things done, but do it in a way that actually feels good to me rather than just feeling as if I'm white knuckling through the rest of this day. Because the more you white knuckle through your days and through your weeks, the worse your burnouts are going to be. And you just don't deserve that, you know? And it, it's sometimes those burnouts are just not conducive to a life because if you have kids or if you have things that actually depend on you you can't afford to have burnouts that last for months for example and the sad thing is is a lot of us do have that i've had burnouts that lasted for three months after a certain type of job it's really hard and i know a lot of things are out of our control because it's a systematic thing but what we do have control over is just little things in our day and in our mind that affect us as well and carries us through. And so if it's things like in the morning time, when you're feeling more anxious and overwhelmed to manage the content that you're ingesting, which might mean you don't watch certain things as much anymore, or you're not around certain types of people as much, or you're not doing certain things as much, or maybe you're not eating certain things as much, and you're actually ingesting content or things or food that is serving of you and taking care of you, then you have to do what it takes to actually do that. And it's not because it's a responsibility of yourself, but because it's you actually just taking care of yourself and having empathy for yourself and supporting yourself in the ways that you need. You have the power to transform your mind. You have the power to slowly transform your life. Just take it one day at a time. And if that's overwhelming to you, take it one moment at a time. And if that's overwhelming for you, take it just one second at a time. If you're okay in this particular second of your day, just concentrate on that and just slowly figure yourself out and what your needs are and what serves you at certain points in your life and in certain points of your day and make sure that you are leaning on those things when you need to, not because you want to. I'll see you guys on the next video. Take care of yourselves.